This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Karma Appleshot, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah. I am here for episode eight of Views from the Thick Podcast. And today, I don't have any special guests. It's just me. Um, I just left an event, a very, very insightful and powerful event. It was called um, Let's Talk About Black Women in uh, Mental Health. And previously on an episode, matter of fact, in particular, the one when Wayne Grace was here, I briefly spoke about my issues with mental health and my uh, ongoing struggle and battles with it. And it's crazy because I didn't think that it would uh, touch people in the way that it did. And so... um, because of that, I felt very, very uh, compelled to come back after leaving this event and come back and exp- uh, share with you all my experiences at this event. It was brought uh, brought on by a page that I'm following on Instagram called the Sisters Couch, the Sisters underscore, underscore Couch. And it was a panel of um, four four young black women and they all gave like their experiences in the field um very good resources to use um different um practices that we can use at home to um to help ourselves for self-care and so I definitely just want to touch on some of the topics that um that they discussed and it was again I really enjoyed this event it was for a couple hours and um they did some activities where we got a chance to talk to um women at our table and we got to which was my favorite part of the event because you know you may deal with something a certain way and then when you get to talk to other women who are going through the same things as you and you hear about how they handle certain things it gives you another insight on it like oh I never tried that maybe I can try this you know well I've been trying this and it hasn't been working but she's trying that maybe that'll work for me so it was very very um I loved everything about the event. I can't wait to see what they come up with next because I'm definitely going to try to attend as many events as I can. So um, the first thing that they talked about was um, just the basic question. Why do you think that we don't talk about mental health in the black community and specifically amongst black women? Excuse me. And that was... um, Uh, One of the activities that we did where we talked to everybody at the table, um, it was like a little group discussion. And some of the things that we came up with and what my answer specifically was, I'll say is more so about I feel like it's a sense of embarrassment where we feel like we can't talk to people or it's also more importantly, a lack of trust. It's a lack of trust overall anyway in the black community, in my opinion, where you feel like you'll talk to somebody about things that you're going through, but you won't necessarily trust trust that they are genuinely there to help you and to listen they may be there to listen to what you have to say just so they can run and tell your business to the next person like everybody that you talk to aren't going to be genuine with you know the even with the feedback that they provide to you because you know people don't understand like certain shit you can't just say like oh you'll get over it oh girl that ain't nothing like you can't approach things like that like you have to really understand that people go through things and they're talking to you because they trust in you that you have their best interest at heart but I feel like because we know a lot of people don't we aren't really as open to talk to people about the things that we go through mentally. So I feel like there's a lack of um, definitely a lack of trust there. And also, too, um, 
another thing that we talked about was also with like key misconceptions with black women having to be like strong or like being a quote unquote like superwoman type of person. Um, it's a matter of where we don't um, we're unable to give ourselves permission to be strong, where we feel like we um, to not be strong. I'm sorry. Um, we we always feel like we have to be strong and we can't let somebody or we can't let the outside world see us break down. And because of that, we hold so much in and we struggle with our mental issues on our own instead of reaching out to get help and, you know, feeling like we can't cry because we feel like, you know, I can't let nobody see me down. I can't let nobody see me break like I'm a black woman. I have to be strong. Black women don't break. We don't bend. It's like, no, at some point in time, if you're going through some shit, you got to get it out. You cannot let that shit stay within you and eat you up because it's not going to do anything but make it worse over time. And again, also, too, like I said, um, along with the lack of trust and feeling like, you know, uh, black women, we always have to be strong and we can't be anything outside of that. It's also embarrassment where you may you may go through something and you feel like you want to talk to somebody, but they may somebody may look at you and be like, what? Like, how you going through that? Like, that sound petty as fuck. Or, you know, how's you, how is that an issue? Like, girl, you just get over that shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't believe somebody actually struggling with that shit. You don't know how people handle different certain, you know, different situations. Like, not everybody can handle things the same. Not everybody has the same strengths of you, as you. Not everybody has the same confidence as you. So you can't knock somebody because their struggles aren't yours. So I feel like a lot of people hold a lot of shit in because they're embarrassed and because they feel like nobody will understand. And it is really hard when you have attempted to reach out to people and they don't give you what you were expecting to receive receive and you know in return and also too another thing that I felt like is a big thing is learned behavior whereas it can be something that you know you as a black woman you're going through and you've seen your family go through you've seen your mother your grandmother or anybody around you you feel like oh well shit they went through that that's why I'm going through that like okay or they deal with certain things a, a certain type of way or they choose not to deal with things a certain way or you know whatever the case may be so that just must be what it is you know they uh this person went through an abusive relationship you know my mother I seen her go through this so I seen this person go through that so you know that's just what it is that's all they know and when that's all you know sometimes you feel you fall victim to certain things and you don't know any better until you decide to do better for yourself or seek that you know that help you just don't know and also too there's um also, uh, we typically tend not to trust medications where, you know, you shouldn't be quick to say like, OK, I probably need some medicine or some shit like that. But also, too, we do know um, in our community as black people that in the past there have been things developed that aren't necessarily for us or that'll work for us. So because of that, we have absolutely no trust that these certain medications that these uh, people are trying to prescribe to us are going to actually work for us. So we completely feel like, you know what, fuck that. I'm not about to get on no medication where as um, as we were talking today in the event and, you know, all these different health professionals were explaining to us, like, you know, some people may not need medication, but some people are just 
just so far gone that medication is what they need to bring themselves back to reality to kind of take that edge off so they can really see their their selves from a different light like hey you need this to kind of bring you down a little bit I know you may not want it but it is what you need so Talking about black, uh, about mental health in the black community is just something that I feel like we don't talk about as much as we should, like at all, whether it's from women or from men, like we always feel like, you know, we, it's not okay to be strong or we can't talk about, talk about certain things. And also too, I feel like, um, I took a lot of notes at this event cause it was, it was very, very helpful for me and my daily struggles. And I learned a lot of things about myself or, and as well as a lot of things that I can do to help myself going forward to deal with my ongoing issues. And, um, one thing that we talked about as well is how we're also unable to identify when things are actually happening to us. Like we're, you can be depressed or you could be going through anxiety and not even be able to realize that you're going through these things. Like you can just be like, oh, I'm just having a bad day and not realize how many bad days you're having back to back or how severe something is and how something is taking a toll or an effect on you. Because essentially, you know, like me, I knew I was going through something where, um, like, and I, my, um, my experiences with depression and anxiety and things like that, it's been up and down. Like one of the things that I like to do, like, of course I like to listen to music and that's, you know, something that I like to engage in. Like when I'm going through something or I just need to clear my mind or whatever the case may be, I just throw some music on. It ain't, it ain't even gotta be no soothing music shit. I might be trying to relax my mind and turn on some damn DMX. That's not relaxing music, but it get me, you know, it get me cool. So, also, too, like me, one of my things that I used to look forward to every Sunday before I was um, working on the weekends is I take that day to myself. I go to Qdoba. It's my favorite place in the world. I go to Qdoba. I sit there. I eat in there. I turn my phone off and I just chill and I just take a moment to reflect. I'm sitting here. I'm doing one of my favorite things and um I'm just enjoying life and enjoying the moment, being at peace. Now, I realized that there was an issue when I started I started to um, steer away from that. Like, I didn't feel like on Sundays, I'm like, you know what? I'm not in the mood for nothing. I don't feel like doing shit. Like, I don't feel like moving. I don't want to get out of bed. Like, when you start to notice uh, imbalance within yourself and started to notice a change of habits in a negative way, that's when you need to identify and accept at that point. Like, you know what? Maybe I am going through something. Maybe there is a problem. Like, when you start having a disinterest in things that you typically do enjoy, like on a normal basis, like there's, you know, it may not be like the, the, um, the height, you know, of your, of your issues, but it is a starting point is like, okay, maybe you need to realize like this, you don't want it to turn into something huge. Like let's attack it right now at the very beginning. So, um, that um, brings me to when we were discussing, uh, somebody had asked, when do you feel like you should seek therapy? And that's just, you know, when you feel like things are, something has changed. You may not know what it is, but you do notice a change. Like I know one girl uh, that was on the panel and she stated like, you know, she's typically like a bubbly person and everybody knows her as like the happy-go-lucky person. She is very um, outgoing. She speaks to everybody and everybody speaks to her. And then she said she noticed where she started going through shit and 
you know, she was just like, oh, don't, I don't feel like dealing with nobody today. And, you know, just she noticed a change within herself. And she like, damn, what the, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this isn't me. And I noticed a change in myself. And I've dealt with those, excuse me, I've dealt with those um, uh, certain periods in my life like that as well, where I, you know, would do certain things that I like really, really enjoy, but then I just lost like a, a love for a passion for where I'm like, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like going to this place. Like I'm just, I'm over certain shit or like, even like I just like, it's been times where like, I'll be like, I don't feel like eating. And then I fuck around. Like I remember one time when I was like really like going through shit, it was like a whole weekend had went past. And I'm like, damn, I ain't ate since I was at work on Friday. And it was like Monday morning. Like, I just didn't feel like I wasn't in the mood for shit. Like, nothing. Like, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't leave the house. My phone was either on airplane mode or do not disturb that whole weekend. Like, I just, I realized at that point, like, you know, damn, I battled depression before. But it ain't nothing been like this. So, it's like, you know, when you realize Anytime you have to question yourself and the changes that you're going through that are negative, I feel like at that point, that's when you should seek therapy. Like, don't try to wait till it gets too bad or before it's too late. Like, at the very beginning, I feel like it's never too early. Even if you just have, like, if you don't feel like you're going through it yet, if you have curiosities and just certain things that trigger in your mind that you have questions on, you're like, you know what, let me talk to somebody first and like see what they think or, you know, could I be developing signs of this or am I already going through this and I don't know. And also um, something else we talked about was about like finding the best therapist. And that was a good question that I'm glad that uh, they brought up because that's been my issue. Like I... Um, I say I've battled with uh, my depression and anxiety for like most of my life. And the only time I could really say that I actually seeked therapy and it wasn't even brought upon. Excuse me. I'm sorry. y'all. I sound crazy. Like I'm still kind of getting over this little cold or whatever the fuck this is. But um, I promise I'm not snorting lies. I know I keep sniffing. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> so uh, finding the best therapist. But. When I was younger, I went through something in my childhood, and then um, my mother, she set me up with a therapist. And I remember that shit like it was yesterday. I remember sitting there talking to that lady, and she asking me questions, and I was just so rebellious. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk about this or whatever. Like, I didn't want to talk about the shit. And I feel like because it was back to, you know, what I was talking about in the beginning, it was a feeling like you're not going to relate to me. You're not going to give a fuck. Like, this, you here to get your check. You just want to hear what I'm about to say. Like, you don't really care for real. You know, feeling like somebody doesn't genuinely care or feeling embarrassed because of what I was going through. You know, I felt like, wow, like, how did this happen to me? Like, why am I going through this? Like, it was just feeling like, I didn't know how to get help or I didn't know how to be open to help. And I feel like that's also another issue where you have to be open to getting help. Like if you know you have an issue or something that you're struggling with, you definitely need to be open to getting help and understand that not everybody has malicious intentions towards you. Like there are definitely people there, you know, that are willing to help you. So um, when they were speaking on finding the best therapist, they stated, you know, definitely get to know that person because that person is essentially like in a way a friend like that's somebody that you have to build a relationship with that's definitely very important because if you can't relate to them like how 
like it's not going to work. Like you need to get like their background as far as like what type of people do they typically work with and like what type of uh, career history do they have? And also understand, too, and which is my struggle is to be patient and to give it time. Like nothing is going to change overnight. You didn't just develop these symptoms overnight. So understand that therapy and um, getting uh, help for and getting over these things are not going to happen over time. So as long as you're definitely patient and you're open and know that things are going to get better with time, I feel like you'll be okay. And um, so that to me was very, very important because I haven't since that experience in my childhood because I feel like that therapy, I think I may have went to her once or twice. And my mom was like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm not like she like I had I kept telling her, like, I don't want to go back. Like, I absolutely like you're going to keep wasting your money. Don't send me back to this fucking lady. Like, I'm not going to tell her or it's not going to be useful for me because I'm not I wasn't at that age. I'm like, this shit is not what I I'm interested in right now but me as an adult identifying my problems and knowing the things that I struggle with I am definitely more so open to actually going to uh um to get professional help so um talking to them about finding the best therapist definitely uh Definitely was good to hear about because I felt like there are certain things that they said and I was like you know what if I never would have came here I probably would have gave gave up once I started looking for a therapist because me, my my issue is being patient and giving shit time. Like me, I try some shit and I'm like, man, this shit is not working. I'm over it. Like, so I need to understand, you know, like things take time and you have to be patient as long as you're putting in, you know, um, progress and putting in the work to get better. You'll get better. Like, you know, pro uh, progress, no matter how slow it is. It's a process and process is process no matter what. Like as long if even if it's small steps, you still making steps, period. Like as long as you never give up, then, you know, you still well on your way. So that was um, that was awesome to talk about. And also too, the big highlight um, to me was when they were talking about self-care, because, um, you know, even if you aren't going to like a professional therapist, there are things that you can do within yourself to help yourself. And we were talking about what are some of the things that we do as self-care and me, uh, like I was telling the other young ladies at the table, I said, you know, music is a big part of my life. If I didn't have music in my life, I don't know what the fuck I would do. And it's hard for me to even relate to people who aren't really into music as much as me. Like, I love music. Like, I can just, I could be sitting in a room chilling or whatever. And then as long as some music playing, I'm straight. Like, I, that's just what I'm interested in. And also, too, me, um... I wasn't I didn't used to be as open to talking to people about my issues and things that I'm going through. I was always the person where people would come to me with their issues. I would never be that person reaching out to somebody else to talk to them about my issues. And it's not even because I felt like I had a lack of trust. It's just I didn't I didn't know how, which was crazy because I'm like, I see people come to me all the time with their issues. So how is it an issue for me to do the same thing? But I started um, purchasing journals and now like when I'm going through shit, I just write it down because I feel like, you know, it may not be getting out to somebody else, but I'm still getting it out of me. I'm still releasing this information and this stress and these issues. I'm writing it down and then I'm reflecting on it. And one thing that... um. <clears throat> 
one of the young ladies at the table when we were talking about this, she brought up a very good point because she said that she journals a lot as well. And it helps her a lot because she said once she journals, she gets a chance and she goes back and she reflects on the things that she may have been going through a week ago or a year ago. And she said, and then she reflects on it and sees the progress she's made. Like, yeah, I was going through that back then, but I ain't going through that now or wow, this shit was like this for me back in June and here it is November. And, you know, I look at all the progress that I've made since then and it's like, damn, you know, what, you can easily feel like, you know, shit is not getting better for you. And I know I fall victim to that a lot. Like I may go through something and then I feel like over time I'm not recognizing the progress that, you know, somebody else might see in me or whatever the case or like even the reality of the progress that I made. And I'll be like, damn, here I am. I feel like shit ain't getting no better. Shit might be getting worse. And, you know, in my opinion, and it's like, no, when you think back, all the shit you went through and it's like, no, like you you were here. Now you here like, you know, you back then you couldn't even imagine getting to where you are now, because even like I talk to people all the time, like last year was easily the best and absolute worst year in my life. Like I had a very good year last year, but at the same time, it was absolutely the worst year in my life. Like my depression and all my mental, my mental health was at the its peak of just terribleness last year. And it's crazy when I think about where I was this time last year versus where I am now. It's like a complete 180. Like there's no way in hell if you would have told me last year around this time or last year when I was really going through that shit that I would be sitting here able to talk about these things and able to recognize my issues and understand it and own it and know that I can overcome all these things if you would have told me that shit like I would have like oh you sound crazy as hell like I was it was days last year where I was like you know what I'm not even gonna make it I don't know how long I'm gonna be here to talk about that I'm going through an issue like it was just really bad so just even when I have days where I feel like giving up or I just feel like you know shit is just really stressful it's too much to bear it's like no think about the shit that you've been through that got you here like no matter what you may feel or what you don't see like you have made progress nevertheless and to not ever give up and don't stop so definitely um journaling journaling has helped me within self-care and also just Focusing more on my craft, like um, when I constantly get like some downtime or some alone time, I'm thinking about my next steps and what I want to do next with like my podcast and like other ventures and things that I want to work on. Like I I love music. I talk about music all the time and it's like, you know, I, I get tired of just being a fan or just loving music. Like there's no way in hell I can just sit here and let my life go by and not do something with the music. So I have other things that I'm working on that I want to eventually do and I'm just channeling my um my free time and my energy towards those things and it's helping me um you know get my mind and together and like letting my mind focus on other things that are taking my uh I'm redirecting my focus in a more uh, positive way. So those things definitely help. And also making time for yourself um, is definitely very, very important. So even if it's just a matter of like you going to, like I said, I used to go to Qdoba on Sundays or, you know, just feeling like, okay, well, Sunday mornings or 
Saturday evenings, I'm going to just chill out for an hour or two or whatever and just do this or I'm going to take myself to breakfast this morning. Like people always think I'm crazy because I'm like, I can do a lot of shit by myself. Like I don't have to always do something with somebody. I have no problem going out to eat by myself. I don't went to the movies by myself. Like, and it's not because I feel like, oh, I'm lonely. Like sometimes you just need that alone time and to be by your damn self. Like I have no problem with that. I'll go get a carry out or, or you know, while I'm waiting on some food, I might sit at the bar and have a drink or whatever the case may be. Like I like my alone time because I feel like that is very, very important. And also too, another thing that they brought up and they said, um, setting boundaries from your for yourself and know when it's okay to say no. Like, you know, I'm the type of person where somebody or one of my friends need me no matter what, I'm always like, yep. I can't like if I can do it, even if I feel like I can't do it, I'll still feel I'll say yes and then eventually make a way to do it. But sometimes you can drain yourself that way and you pull yourself in too many directions and spread yourself too thin. Like you have to know when you have a boundary and when you're at your limit and know that it's okay to say no. And one of the young ladies on the panel, she um, she said a quote that really stuck with me and she said it helps her. Um, all the time when she feel like she's been stretching herself too thin and she said you cannot pour from an empty cup and you cannot give what you physically don't have and that to me like really stuck out because I'm always that person like I'll feel like if I'm on my last leg or I give my last to anybody like and knowing I might not know when I'll be able to have it all together again but that's just who I am and I feel like I have to realize, you know, I can't, I ha- it's okay to be stingy with yourself sometimes, whether it's yourself, your money, your time, whatever it may be, like you have to know that it's okay to say no and you can't push yourself too much because then you'll build on um, additional stress that you just don't need. So understanding that it's okay to say no and that's to me, that's something that I, um, excuse me, that I have to, uh, I have to learn to get better with. And also, too, uh, one thing that uh, the last kind of thing that we really talked about that uh, really was something that I was glad we talked about is supporting others that also deal with mental issues. Now, me, I have a couple friends, like very close friends that we um, may all have different mental issues, whether it may be a. Uh, like postpartum depression from like, you know, having children or, you know, somebody may be going through like anxiety or depression of any kind or anything, like just something, you know, some type of mental illness. Like um, it's very important that you need to understand and they need to understand that you're just a friend, like you're not um, a professional therapist or anything like that. And um You can only help them so much and you have to develop boundaries and you can help them get resources and, you know, tell them like, okay, well, I can give you this advice, but this is what I feel like would be more beneficial to you. And I feel like I just it was crazy that they said it because I feel like they were speaking to my life because I was recently just having a conversation with one of my close friends not too long ago where I literally said the same exact thing that they said in the text message like, We have been having pages of conversation like via text. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, I can only help you so much. But at the same time, I'm not the right person you should be talking to. Like you should go seek professional help, you know, set something up with a therapist, talk to them like, you know, because I'm pretty sure it's things that you don't 
want to tell me like I know you're not telling me everything like there's certain things that you may want to discuss with them like get that you know non-biased opinion or somebody who who has no reason to not give you really like raw filtered and unfiltered um you know advice even though for the most part, I will give them that advice. But because you're their friend, if you say something that, you know, they don't agree with, that might trigger something and they might feel offended because it's like, what the fuck? You my friend. Like, no, you supposed to. It's like, no, go to somebody else that whatever the hell they say, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> you're not going to be offended by. So it's definitely important to have people that you're talking to and that you're supporting understand that. Like, you know, I can be your friend, but that's the extent of it. Like, I can be your friend, I can be your sister, but I can't be your, I can be your, you know, quote unquote therapist to an extent. But that's not, that's not who I am. Like, you need to actually go to a therapist and um, talk about those things. And then also, too. It's easy for me to talk to my friends because it's like they know that I go through things and they go through things, too. So it is easy to talk to people that, you know, have issues that are relatable. But it's also a time where it where it comes that you feel like, you know what, I need to talk to somebody that's not you, you know, not to offend you or anything like that, because I definitely appreciate all that you're doing for me. But I know there's certain things that I can't get from you that I need to get from somebody else. So um, I feel like that is definitely very important. And then like for the most part, all of my friends, when they're going through something, like they tend to talk to me a lot. And I like to give them my you know, unbiased opinion. I'm like, yeah, you my friend. But one thing my friends can say about me is that I'm not a yes man. I'm your friend. And I feel like if if I can't tell you something that you may not agree with, but it's the truth and it's the shit you need to hear, then we can't be friends. If I can't tell you some shit and like you might say some shit like we're like, hey, look, this nigga did this, this and that. And then I killed them. And then it's like, okay, well, I completely understand why you felt like, it. you know, you had to make that action. But it's like, nigga, at the end of the day, you fucking killed somebody. Like, you was, you know, that's some fucked up shit to do. I understand why you felt like you need to, you needed to do that, but understand what the fuck you did. Like, no, you can't just, like, I'm not that friend that's going to always agree with you. And I appreciate that I have friends in my corner that... They don't always agree with me. When my friends doing some stupid shit, I'm going to tell them like, hey, you being fucking stupid. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I appreciate that I can get that same realness from my friends. Like, they tell me some shit. I'll be venting. And they be like, Shane, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, no. Like, A, B, and C, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I needed that shit. You may not realize it in the moment that you needed to hear that shit. Because you might walk away from that shit like, girl, fuck what you talking about. Or, girl, whatever. All right, you tripping. Or, like, you just trying to, you know belittle me or whatever like you might get offended because you so caught up in the heat in the moment no matter what you feel like what you feel is right and that's all that fuck that matters but then me I walk away from the situation I'm like damn she was right or even maybe in the midst of that situation I might be like all right Cheyenne shut the fuck up like close your mouth and open your ears and like listen to what's being told to you and then that to me is like it's very important and it was literally something that I had to develop over time because I literally would like 
like I said before, it would used to be hard for me to talk to people. So like when I kind of would start talking to people or like having those small little times where I would feel like, you know what, fuck this. I can't deal with this on my own. Let me talk to somebody. I was so really not used to getting that um that advice. I was also I was so more so used to giving it that when somebody gave that shit to me, I wasn't ready for it or I didn't know how to take it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like no, like I would get so offended and shit like that, but it's like no, like you have to understand that people are there to genuinely help you. Not everybody has malicious intent. Not everybody trying to spread your business. So I feel like whenever you can um, get help, or however you may need to get help, like from whether it's somebody in your like a health professional or a friend or a mentor or whatever the case may be if you feel like you're going some even if it's me like I know y'all don't know me personally not everybody but I even like I said after I made those comments on a previous episode about the fact that I deal with mental health issues people were messaging me like wow like thank you so much for even just touching on it for like two minutes and knowing that you know there's somebody else that deal with the certain you know same issues that I do and then you know I got dms and we have a personal conversation it's not my place to go out and tell your business like hey guess what such and such told me like no I'll, you'll never get that from me like you telling me something because you feel like you can trust me with that information and that's why uh I feel like some of my so many of my friends come to me because they feel like that, you know, I'm going to always see your side and also the other side. And I'm going to tell you like, hey, this is I understand why you feel this way, but this is why this should be this way or this is why this is not this way. And then, you know, if you choose to agree with it, you do. If you choose not to, that's okay too. But I want you to understand that I'm still your friend at the end of the day. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm just going to simply tell you what the fuck you need to hear. And that might not always be what you believe in, but if it's the truth, that's all that I can give you. I can't be a person that always agree with you because to me that's not genuine. If you have somebody around you that's always in agreement with you that's not somebody you want to be around because at some point in time like we're not always right nobody's perfect and we all make mistakes and if you can't have somebody that can tell you that um then you <laughs> shit that's not the right person that you need to be around and also um one last thing really that we talked about was um like unrealistic expectations and sometimes our ideal self is not our real self and also thinking that we have to be a certain way because like uh um because of your family and then you struggle to live up to your family expectations so like you may come from like a family where it's like everybody was doctors and that's not what the fuck you believe in you don't want to be no damn doctor you like shit I want to be an artist or I want to do music or whatever the case may be and it's like you feel like you're going to disappoint somebody because you're not following in somebody's footsteps or you don't have the same beliefs that you um that uh that somebody else believes in and then you you know that causes all type of you know issues for yourself because you feel like wow people are going to be you know I'm going to disappoint people I'm going to let people down and you know now you struggling to live up to somebody else's expectations and you not necessarily living for yourself and that to me was something that I dealt with in my past which led me to finally because I've always I've always been attracted to women and I always liked women but 
when I was younger, I never made that known. And when I say younger, like I knew at a very early age that I had something that was attracted to females. Like when we kind of like grew up and we started having those type of um, those when boys went from being Ugh, to like, oh, he kind of cute. Like I started looking at both girls and boys like I said oh he cute and then I'm like oh she real pretty and like it was like I don't know like I knew like that's probably not normal because I didn't it's not like I grew up like watching gay shit in my household or seeing things on tv or like even somebody gay in my family like I don't I have gay family members but nobody in my family that's close enough that I saw and I learned that shit from anybody like I have a cousin on my father's side that I used to see every shit maybe twice a year and then there's not really anybody honestly on my mother's side well there is somebody on my mother's side but it's like I didn't really see that shit until like I grew up to know that he was gay and um like, it's just something that developed within myself. But I felt like, you know, my family isn't going to, they're not going to like this. Or how they going to take this shit? Like, it's, this isn't normal for a guy to bring a guy to Thanksgiving dinner or a, a girl to bring a girl to over for Christmas or some shit. Like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that they looking at me like, trying what the fuck? Because, like, my, my family, they look at me in a certain light and I was, I felt, like I didn't want to fuck that up or I didn't want anybody to be disappointed in me like what the fuck are you doing like that's we don't believe in that or you know my family to feel a certain type of way about me like oh Cheyenne that's what you doing like but this is who the fuck I am I don't want to hide or feel like I can't be myself because I'm scared of how you're gonna feel about me like I'm not saying I'm a complete lesbian like I've dated both men and women but at the same time it took a while for me to get comfortable to talk to anybody in my family about it and I finally talked to my grandmother because I feel like I could talk it's easier for me to talk to her about things um more so than my mom and I talked to my grandmother I want to say this was in like uh January of 20 I want to say 13 and I was dating a woman at the time but nobody had knew and um I talked to her about the shit I'm like you know I know a certain things y'all see about me that y'all might be like oh that's not necessarily like really feminine but you know that's just that's just how Cheyenne is like I always love gym shoes I always love sports I always like you know, certain types of music and been obsessed with certain types of things that weren't necessarily the most girlyish of things, but I felt like they just felt like that's just what it was. It's like, okay, that's just, that's just the shit she's into, not taking it a step further and being like, okay, maybe she might like women too. And then I just told my grandmother, like, you know, I, I like women. Like, I, you know, men are cool. I like men. Shit, I have two sons. Like, but... I also very, very much am you know, um, attracted to women. And it was crazy when I told her because she was just like, damn, I'm not going to say that I'm actually surprised by that. Like, I kind of saw that shit coming. So it's just you have to you have to get to a point where it's like, you know, you can't feel like you have to live for other people. Like, do what makes you happy because 
that shit will fuck with you for a long time. And if you feel like you have to be a certain way because you have to live up to somebody else's expectations of what you think they have of you, then you're not living your life. Only you can live your life. And it took me a while before I actually realized that. And so I definitely encourage anybody, everybody that if you feel like, you know, you are, I don't know, whatever the case may be, if you have something that aren't your normal beliefs within your family or in your community, but you really uh, stand firm on that shit, live that shit like you can't, you know, deal deal with the uh, with the repercussions later. But, you know, I understand like there are certain things that is like, I don't really know about that, (laughs) like, you know, that you may not. It's it's kind of like, you know, that little gray area. If you feel like you attracted to or you feel like, oh, you know, I'm in the mood to kill people. Like maybe not some shit like that. But if it is something that, you know, you in school for some shit that you really don't want to be in school for. But, you know, your mom and daddy like this is what the fuck you going to be in school for. You like, you know what? This ain't what the fuck I want to do. Like I'm not living my life. I'm not happy. Say that shit like be you. And to me, that that'll definitely uh help with a lot of shit but today was definitely a a very very dope event I got to meet um some very cool young ladies and again the uh the page that hosts this event was called the sisters couch it's the sisters underscore couch um today's event was really dope it sold out really really fast and um it was a very nice turnout even with the terrible ass weather and um they say they're going to be having more events coming out, uh, coming up soon. Um, one of the young ladies on the panel, she has a book out. I, uh, I definitely got to, um, got to download that because she said it is available on Amazon. I wasn't able to actually purchase one um, in person at the time, but she told me I can get it off Amazon. So I'm definitely going to order a hard copy of that. And um, they definitely gave out some resources because a lot of people asked about like, what if people want to seek therapy, but they don't necessarily like have like the funds to do so. They um, said that the University of Detroit Mercy has a psychology clinic um that had that's open Monday through Saturday and their schedule is pretty much open um and uh it is they have like sliding rates where it's uh you pay based upon like what your income is so I think that that's really dope and also uh St. John Providence has something just like that as well I didn't they didn't necessarily state like their hours but they have their rates based on that as well so if you feel like there's that's kind of been the reason that's holding you back you like I got no money for that like look out there like there's definitely resources to help you and also too uh they stated that Wayne State has a free clinic that's open uh Monday through Thursday and they um they have time stops at four five and six um on those dates so there's definitely help out there and then also too there's a couple places that offer like home-based services because somebody in the audience said that they knew somebody that was dealing with depression and shit and she doesn't even leave the house like she hasn't left the house for real in like years and um she's trying to get like somebody to come out to her house and speak to her so there's definitely all type of resources out there like you you know, use your Googles and your YouTubes and things like that. And, you know, start somewhere like as long as you make some type of progress and you've you've already identified you have an issue. That's step one. That's much that's that's a big step that, you know, many people struggle with. So if you've done at least that much, you you already on your way. And then if you want to, you know, go a step further to realize, you know what, I need to get help. 
I want to talk to a friend, talk to a family member, or if you feel like, you know what, I just want to just go straight to it and talk to somebody in the professional field, then go go ahead and do that. Just make sure that you are open to help, open to constructive criticism and feedback, and just be really willing to put forth the effort. Like you can't say, oh, I'm going to get help, and then you go in there like how I was when I was younger, and you just sitting there like, man, fuck this shit. Like I'm over it. I don't want, like, no. Like you, you know you need help. Get the help that you need, excuse me, and, you know, go from there. But that's all I really want to talk about today because, you know, today was a really, really good uh, event for me. It was a very good day. I really left the event feeling so good about myself. And then also, too, again, like I said, because of the people that reached out to me before, I felt obligated to come here and speak on what I learned today. So maybe just like it helped me, maybe it helped somebody else out there. Even if, like I said, if y'all feel like y'all don't have nobody to talk to, y'all might not know me, but understand that I am here for if you need to talk. Like, you can DM me, email me, whatever the case you may be. I'm here, you know, even if it's a quick little victim session, I can do you know only what I can so you know like I said I'm not a therapist or nothing like that but if you feel like you just need to just get some shit off your chest I'm here I can be a friend whatever so you know how to hit me up find me at views from the thick pc at instagram or my personal page is Carmel Apple Shy, C-A-R-A-M-E-L-A-P-P-L-E underscore C-H-E-Y Shy dot Shay and on Twitter you can find me at Carmel Apple Shy that is C-A-R-A M E L. <laughs> Wait, yep, okay. Caramel Apple A P P L No E C H E Y. And then my Twitter for the page is Views from T Thick on Twitter. So definitely hit me up. Um, artists, don't forget to submit your music to me at Views from the Thick PC at gmail.com. Um, so yes, this has been episode eight. I will see y'all again to talk about some more shit, some more music, some more shit talking. But today I just wanted to definitely focus on something that we don't focus on enough. And that is mental health in our black community. Peace.